Michigan will be without star running back and possible Heisman finalist Blake Corum for the remainder of the season due to a knee injury that will require surgery for fixing. This is being reported by all the beat writers, all the sports experts, and it was reported yesterday. And it is devastating news, honestly. Blake Corum has been Michigan's best player this year, in my opinion, and he has been one of the main leaders of this team. He is a selfless kid, an even better player, and seeing him have to sit out for the rest of the year and more likely than not never play another down of Michigan football is sad. Michigan, however, the football team doesn't stop with his career, or at least his 2022 career stopping. Michigan's 12-0. and They're first in the Big Ten East, and they take on Purdue tomorrow night. And they are very likely going to win that game. I personally think they are going to win that game big. They're going to have a statement win. They're going to carry over all the momentum that they had in the Ohio State game, and I think throttle Purdue. But nothing's guaranteed. Let the games be played. If, because it's not a guarantee, if Michigan is 13-0, Georgia's probably going to be 13-0. They'll be number two in the college football playoff. They'll play TCU, USC, maybe Ohio State, but likely USC or TCU, possibly again Ohio State in the semifinal game. And then they'll likely, they would likely beat any of those teams. I'd favor them to beat any of those teams more often than not. They would face Georgia in the national championship. And that would be a very tough game in and of itself, just like the semifinal game. But except tougher, because Georgia beating Michigan 34-11 to last year, and just the amount of talent that Georgia has on its roster, and the fact that they might have currently the best coach of the 2022 season and of the 2021 season, the best coach in recent memory, if you only take into account recent memory, in Kirby Smart, who's assembled quite a staff. His offensive coordinator, Tom Modkin, is one of the best in the nation. His defensive coordinators, Glenn Schumann and Willem Muschamp, are also some of the best in the nation. And they have top two talent in the nation. Their offensive line, defensive line, much like Michigan's, play at an elite level. They have an elite linebacker core, good secondary, good wide receivers, the best tight end room in the country, an underrated QB in Stetson Bennett, and an underrated running back room. Them and Michigan are the number one and number two teams in the country. I think those are the only two teams at this point who have a solid argument for number one. It's a TCU has a questionable argument for number one, just based off their strength of record. But anyway, to get to the topic of this video, the question is, can Michigan win it all without Corum? Can they beat Purdue, win their semifinal game, and win the national title? Can they go 3-0 and to finish the season 15-0 and without Blake Corum? Blake Corum has had 1,463 rushing yards on the year, on 247 attempts. He's averaged 5.9 yards per carry. He has 18 rushing touchdowns. He only has had one fumble that was lost against Illinois, 
and that was because an injury occurred on that same play. It wasn't that someone punched the ball out from him or that he coughed it up out of poor play. He got injured on that play as well. He also had 80 receiving yards and 11 receptions, averaging 7.3 yards per reception, and he had one receiving touchdown. He had a long of 41 that was in that Illinois game. He, of course, against Ohio State tried to play, but he only had two rushing attempts for six yards and a long of four, and his knee was bothering him too much for him to continue to play. It was an unfortunate end for a player who I think was deserving of the Doak Walker Award. I think that he still is deserving of that award, deserving of being named the best running back in college football. Unfortunately, just like Kenneth Walker last year, who got injured and played injured in the Ohio State game, Corum will likely suffer the same fate, and I don't even know if he will make it to New York. If he does, he's certainly not winning it. For the Doak Walker Award, there's still a really good chance he could win it, but he has to compete with Bijan Robinson, who's played far worse defenses but also doesn't have as good of an offensive line. He also has to compete with Muhammad Ibrahim, Chase Brown, who have similar stories. None of those teams have faced Ohio State and Penn State, who have some of the better defenses in the country. Ibrahim's faced Penn State, but not Ohio State. But they don't have the same offensive line that Michigan has. I think that all four of those have an argument to win the Doak Walker Award. I hope as a Michigan fan it's Blake Corum, but we'll just have to see when the award is presented. Corum has had a long of 61 that he had in the Penn State game. He also rushed for 43 yards against Rutgers, 37 against Illinois, 50 against Indiana, 47 against Maryland to end that game when it was very close, closer than it should have been. Fantastic player, elite running back. I hope that he has success in the NFL, whether he declares after this year, which is most likely, or comes back for next season and declares after then. I think he's going to have a great pro career, and I certainly hope that he does. But can Michigan win without him? I think the answer to that is yes. They can still win it all. Now, is it likely? Should they be the favorites to win it all? According to Football Power Index metrics, they are behind Georgia, and I myself am still debating whether them or Georgia, in my own opinion, is number one. I think that with Corum, and I anticipated that he would be healed up and ready for the playoffs before the news broke, I did have Michigan as my number one team. But now with him out, because he is a huge contributing factor to Michigan's offense, he's the hammer. He's the the thunder. You know, Haskins and Corum were thunder and lightning, Haskins being the more steady going back. You fall forward. Corum has totally taken that on this year. Corum is Hassan Haskins from last year with extra agility, speed, and explosiveness. He just is. It's a fact. Corum Last year, he didn't have the same power back element that Haskins had. He gained that in the 2022 preseason, and that's what made him such a good running back. He could get hit at the line of scrimmage. Everyone would stack the box against Michigan, and he would still run for four to five yards. Donovan Edwards can't exactly do that. Now, Donovan Edwards, I will say, 
has a higher ceiling. When Donovan Edwards gets open and he gets an open space, he's gone. You can't catch up to him. It's it's much like Mayan Williams versus Travion Henderson. You put Travion Henderson in open space and you're not tackling him. You might be able to catch up to Mayan Williams. But Mayan Williams can churn forward when five people are tackling him for an extra few yards, and Travion Henderson can't do that, just to make a little analogy there. So Michigan, I think, can still win it all without Corum, and the evidence for that is what they did to Ohio State. They beat Ohio State by 22 points, and Corum was a complete non-factor in that game. In fact, the only factor that Corum provided was that Ohio State's defense prepared for him, and they prepared for Michigan to bring the best run game that they could. That's the factor that Corum provided, was Ohio State stacking the box more often and more early than if they knew that he was going to be out for the whole game. So they helped Michigan scheme against Ohio State. In a certain sense, they helped Ohio State scheme against themselves, because them stacking the box against Michigan is partially what killed them through the air. But they earned their best win in the Jim Harbaugh era without Blake Corum. This is the one of the better Ohio State teams that Jim Harbaugh has faced. The only team that I would say is better than this team is the 2019 Ohio State team. That, that's the only team. Maybe the 2015 one based off of talent and final record alone. But this is one of the better teams. This is in the top half of Ohio State teams that Jim Harbaugh has faced. They were in Columbus, so they had home field advantage, and Michigan killed them. That was by far the best win in the Jim Harbaugh era. They did it with Blake Corum, and the Wolverines are explosive through other means besides him. J.J. McCarthy showcased that he can, through the air and through the ground, pick up plays that are longer than 15 yards. He had a rush of 19 against Ohio State. He had three passes that were of 45 yards or more against the Buckeyes, two to Cornelius Johnson, one to Colston Loveland. He also had another of 33 yards to Ronnie Bell. Michigan receivers in that game averaged 21.4 yards per reception, and they had three receiving touchdowns. McCarthy also showcased in that game on a third and goal his ability to be his own blocker, make wise decisions on that third and goal, and score a touchdown that put Michigan in front by 11 points early in the fourth quarter. Donovan Edwards, he himself was explosive in that game. He had a 75-yard TD run, an 85-yard TD run, and he had some other runs that were around the 10-yard mark, like the, the that 5-10-yard to 10 yard mark where you only need you know two runs to pick up a first down. Very impressive, and behind that offensive line, which is going to be its healthiest when the playoff game hits, because they'll get a whole month to prepare, a whole month to rest up, Donovan Edwards will certainly be able to attack. He has 687 rushing yards, averages 7.5 yards per carry, and has six rushing touchdowns. C.J. Stokes, Isaiah Gash, Tavier Dunlap, and Kalel Mullings these are players that will serve as depth pieces, but they themselves, you and I myself as a Michigan fan, you won't want to see them on the field compared to Donovan Edwards. The problem, of course, being when it comes to Corum being out is that Corum is the guy who you can give the ball to. You can overwork Corum. 
I don't know if you can overwork Donovan Edwards and he'll still operate at the same efficiency that Corum can when you give Corum like 30 carries in a game. But Michigan, speaking of efficiency, is ridiculously efficient. They're number four in efficiency and number four in FPI. And when you look at their efficiency points and football power index points, they could be one extremely impressive performance away from jumping to number two in both of those categories, just behind Georgia. They have the number seven scoring offense, which averages nearly 40 points per game, and the number three scoring defense, which only allows 12.7 points per game. Another thing that I want to include to speak to the efficiency and potential power of this team is this team, and Jim Harbaugh this year, is 2-0 versus top 10 opponents. And they have an average margin of victory of 23 points against those opponents. They beat Penn State by 24. They beat Ohio State by 22. An average margin of victory of 23 points per game. By comparison, Ohio State, who's 11-1, has a better defense than Tennessee. Georgia, at home with home field advantage, beat Tennessee by 14 the Tennessee team who proceeded to get blown out by South Carolina, and they're 10-2. Now, granted, I thought at one point that that Tennessee team had an argument to be the number one team in the country. I thought Ohio State was better than them all year, and I think especially today, it's proven the case. Michigan certainly has the best wins in the country. If you were to take any team and take their two best wins Michigan has the two, they have the two best wins in the country. By that, I mean like the, the best pair of wins. I want to rephrase that. They have the best pair, pair of wins in the country. And in my opinion, Michigan, their strength of schedule is, look, non-conference is terribly weak. The Big Ten has not been great this year, but Penn State, in my opinion, is, a top, is like a top six team. Ohio State, in my opinion, is a top four team, and I actually have Penn State at five, Ohio State at three. Penn State's a unanimous top 10 team. Ohio State is a unanimous top six team. So Michigan has beaten impressive impressive opponents. They've had impressive performances against great to elite teams. And in both of those games, I want to remind you, Corum wasn't the leading rusher in both of those wins. It was Donovan Edwards. Edwards led the team in rushing yards against Penn State and against Ohio State, and he tied Corum for rushing yards against Rutgers, who, no, they're not a good team. But I just wanted to mention, Edwards, when healthy, has had amazing, amazing performances. He missed the game against Illinois. He missed the game against UConn. He's played in nine games this season and had 687 yards rushing for six rushing touchdowns with Corum out for the rest of the year and Michigan possibly playing in three games because I I expect my Wolverines honestly to get to that national title game and whether they win or lose is a different story it would be an improvement off of last year Donovan Edwards could hit that 1,000 yard mark and hit that 10 rushing touchdown mark. He also has had 188 receiving yards. He averages 11.8 yards per reception, and he has two receiving touchdowns. So he still is a threat out of the backfield that he was last year. He's a back with amazing upside, amazing receiving ability. As long as he stays healthy 
and the offensive line does what it has done all this regular season, and it doesn't do what it did against Georgia last year, Michigan can win it all. And after tomorrow, after champion, after championship week, looking at how Georgia plays in its last regular season game, how my Wolverines do, how TCU, how USC does tonight, all these things, I will make my decision shortly thereafter on whether Georgia or Michigan wins it all, because I think it's down to those two teams. And with that being said, that's the end of this video. If you liked it, make sure to hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, click the notification bell, and comment your thoughts on this video down below. Can Michigan win it all with Blake Corum? Or does Corum's injury, in your opinion, solidify that Georgia is going to repeat? Thank you all for watching, and I'll see you guys around. Bye.